Hey everyone, hope all is well. Excuse the background noise. <laughs> it's the dryer or the washer. Um, I just want to talk about something that really triggered me, but it triggered me because I had done the work. And I always say don't do it because you want to please me. Do it because you want to. Because when somebody's trying to do something for you, because they want to please you at the end of the day there's a lot of resentment and I don't want somebody saying to me oh I did this for you I did that that's the last thing I ever want to hear so I always tell somebody it's because I hope it's because you're wanting to and not because you're trying to please me because really then you're going to have a lot of guilt not guilt sorry resentment towards me and I just don't want it and what I realized is those who people please are also those who want validation from everyone else except themselves see i was that person years and years ago and i stopped because it wore me out and i realized it wasn't going anywhere and then i realized it was a part of me that i needed to face um and so it took a lot of work because what you're going to realize is when you stop people pleasing you're going to let go you're going to let go um that part of you that makes that wants to make another person happy even though it doesn't make you happy for instance but you're doing it because you don't want to lose them that's the worst thing you can do i always say a person who is written for you will stay in your life the one that's not written will 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 leave at just anything it's an excuse believe me Um, but those who are written are going to stay no matter what. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is you. So, I mean, that's you. That's, I've accepted you as that. They're not willing to change you. You know, one thing I don't understand is somebody said to me once, a friend said to me, oh, you have your own way. Um, you're never going to change. And I was like, I'm so glad that I didn't listen and that I followed my own way because, yeah, because I only listen, number one, when it's a positive, constructive criticism and not a negative, destructive a uh, voice that's telling me that i need to change myself i will not change for anyone unless it's for god number one and another thing i'm going to tell you is you can't change yourself for another person meaning your faith your religion your values your beliefs there's no way which is why they say when you meet somebody make sure you have the same value and belief system because likely you will get along but if somebody is trying to change your value your belief system and theirs is different than yours then you you're just not compatible and why are you doing that see those are these are the things you ask on the first few days two weeks of meeting and i just do it straight up I I I'm um because there's no time. I cannot go years into something knowing I wasted it when I could have been living in my purpose and in my truth. So I I'm I'm over that. So I I just say it up front. Uh, but people take it in a negative way. See, yeah. See, that's true. So that happened. Yeah. People definitely take that in a negative way uh, because they're not used to directness and when you're being direct, they think you're trying to argue with them because they've never had relationships where they had have had healthy communication. I'm a person number one that doesn't even like confrontation. I hate it. But when I see a problem and then when I see something that's so unfair, then I'm not going to keep quiet because I know it needs to be addressed. Um and so whenever somebody's seeking validation from other people or wants this uh praise, I always know that there's something deep within them that they haven't faced or healed and that their confidence depends on 
them being validated by other people. And for me, that never made sense. That's the quickest way to be insecure because when everything is good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's very shitty. Excuse my language. Um, but people pleasing is a trauma response because you've learned it from a very young age that you have to make everybody happy and carry the load. And I'm here to say, uh, no, you don't. Only if you want to and if it's within your capability, do it. Yeah, of course. But oftentimes you're made to feel guilty and shamed for not doing it. And that's people pleasing. And then people end up just giving in and they people please all the way into their relationships till they meet somebody who expects them to do everything or for the most part make them happy all the time, which is not possible. That happiness stems from within. It doesn't stem from another person. Guaranteed, if the person doesn't make you happy physically, emotionally, sexually, then you shouldn't be there, period. You're just wasting your time. Um, I'm, I'm just being straightforward. <laughs> because people spend so much time trying to change somebody when they should be changing themselves. Don't change. If it's not working, it's not working. If, they're not, if it's not what you want and if it's making you upset day in and day out, it's going to make you sick. You're going to internalize it and suppress it and it's going to make you sick um, often all those emotions of guilt shame uh, they become part of us and before you before you know it, you're the one that's struggling with a lot of things and then you have this anger or frustration or hate towards people it's because you didn't speak up for yourself or you couldn't or you didn't know you could because there was nobody that thought like you did right um, and so it's a lot, but it's stuff that people can work through. And somebody had posted, um, we're afraid of women and who have a voice or we're afraid to support women who have a voice because we feel that we will lose their nurturing, their love, their care, or something like that. It was along those lines. And I replied and I said, look, we are not willing to nurture the part of them that they are not willing to nurture themselves or face within themselves, willingly so and by, cho by choice so. They know what it is, but they don't want to face it. So how can we nurture that part of them that they're not willing to face? It's like putting <laughs> oil and water. It, it, it doesn't go. It doesn't work. See, when, when you've done all of that work and somebody who's an adult expects you to do it for them it's like no but my inner child is screaming you're an adult i faced it but you haven't and you're not willing to so i can't help you unless you willingly make that choice to do so so it's not that we don't want to nurture because we are nurturing it's because we can't because you won't allow us to because you haven't allowed yourself to or given yourself permission to so how could we ask you permission for something you haven't even faced or given permission to yourself to face? Do you understand what I'm saying? None of it makes sense. So it's not that they don't. And I've seen it in my life. A lot of the men, suddenly they become um, intimidated by you. All my, my work I've done on my own. I haven't had the support and I didn't even expect that support. I don't have that sort of expectation because I see... They feel very insecure, intimidated when you are suddenly in your voice, standing in your power. It's like, oh, she's going to empower me. It's not even true. It's because it, it comes from a place of weakness is what it is. 
and something they haven't faced within themselves that makes them insecure about you. It has nothing to do with you. And a lot of times when you end up with somebody like that, what they'll do is they'll find ways to bring you down or break you down because they realize you suddenly are empowered and they don't have power over you and they want power and control over you. But power and control comes from the ego. It doesn't come from the soul. The soul doesn't want to empower, I mean, I mean, sorry, it doesn't want to overpower or control another or suppress another or limit another or restrict another. No, that's all ego. And so a man, will, what will happen is he will try to limit you and what you can do because he realizes, oh, she's out of my hands. No, she's not out of your hands because if you actually treated her right, she would be present in your life. But it's because you keep breaking her down for whatever reason that she's not there. Because if you actually lifted her up and made a heaven out of the hell that we're living, then I guarantee you 100% she would. There was a quote that said, angels don't live in hell, which is the truest thing I ever. Like, how can you be bringing hell to her and expect her to be your peace? <laughs> the most ludicrous thing. And you hear, oh, but women do this and women do that. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody has healed their trauma or their inner self. People are still going with the conditioning. It's not the healed version of themselves. And... Nine times out of these ten, they get sick. They have, uh, what do they call it? In our language, we call it madiat. I don't know what you call it in English, but it's all from stress. From them carrying everything, doing everything. And then cancer and all these diseases that come up from it, right? It, also, it, it all stems from that. So you have to cut it. When somebody says, okay, you need to do this. And you're like, okay, and you're taking it on. Understand you're taking more than you need when you can't. And that eventually will negatively impact you. And that's what people don't understand. So that exhaustion, that overwhelm is not from nothing. There's a reason for it. There's, like a psychiatrist says, there's no pill for overwhelm. That's something else. You know? Um, but culture will say so many things. And not only that, it's like things are so taken out of context. You know, yeah, if you're depressed, you need therapy. If you have um, bipolar disease, yes, you need therapy. If you're psychotic, yes, you do need it. But there is no pill for overwhelm. And so one thing that I noticed, too, is when you are empowered, beings around you want to disempower you by painting you in a bad light. And what I wanted to say, too, is going forward is, I'll explain why I'm saying this because that is very important. Is they want to paint you in a bad light because they don't want people seeing you in a good way unless... They're woke enough to know, oh, okay, what is this person trying to do? Um, it's happened to me. I've always been surrounded by it, but I completely disconnected because it, so, it was very negative. And only, only when it pertained to them are they suddenly saying something negative. Like, wait, so you knew I had the social platform and you never commented, and now that I have something to say, you're saying negative on my platform? Wow, okay, good. And they've done all sorts of things, too, um, to whatever, I know. But it's fine, because I see it, and I'm like, okay, everybody to each his own gets his own. So I just, ha I just know God has my back, and it ha it's going to play out the way it does. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, now, what you're going to see going forward, and why I said that is because, I'm going to go a little bit off topic, is you're going to see that a lot of the good people or the people that are in power are going to be painted in a bad light. Because they're trying to bring out the truth and what we should know. And they're fighting for the, they're fighting for the people is what it is. But they're, they're 
going to be painted in such a negative way. But people will believe it. They'll say, oh, how could this person do that? It's, it is. It's going to happen. And it's like, it's like, what do you call it? The veil is placed over the people's eyes where they can't really see that what's really going on. And they'll believe, don't believe everything you hear and see. Um, the good will always be seen in a bad light going forward. Like when they're trying to fight for the people because that's not what people in power want to see. They don't want to see that. And so you're going to see more and more and more. I saw a post and I was like, oh, crap. And it had almost 100,000 likes and people commenting. But the people commenting have no clue that what they're saying is a response to journalism that is not even true. (laughs) And that's where discernment will come in. Well, you'll notice, okay, this is true and this is not true. But we're not here to say... You know, this government is bad, that government is bad. No, no, no. All you need to do from your part is know what is truth and what is not truth and how you can help those around you. That's it. We're not here to paint anybody in the bad light. That's what bad people do. Bad people are the ones who paint other people in the bad light and silence them and want to put them down. That's what they do. It's because that's... They, they can't see the light win. Like, why are they winning? Why are they doing... It, 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 it can't. It cannot happen. God forbid you have it all. No, cannot happen. Mm. So you're going to see more and more of that. And so it just takes discernment and don't believe everything you see and hear. Um, which is why when they say wolf in sheep's clothing, how they say they have all these prophets and teachers coming towards the end of times, you're going to see that too. A lot of it, and a lot of people are going to say this works. This is the, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Unless God in himself in herself, I don't know if God is a man or woman, but if they came down spirit-wise and told you this is the truth and you saw it in a vision or a dream and it was revealed into your heart, only then believe it, but not because so-and-so said it, because X, Y, and Z said it. Like, what? Let me tell you something. When I say negative, I've gotten to a place, like even now when I scroll through social media, if it's negative, I don't. I scroll. Negative, scroll. Negative, scroll, 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 and I keep going. I don't listen to it anymore because you're re- I'm realizing a lot of people are projecting. And they're projecting whatever they've been through to us. And so that's their story, their experience is what it is, is what you have to realize. And so um, when somebody comes to me and says, for example, the person that I'm seeing is this, he's that, he's this, I'm not going to listen, <laughs> number one. Because God has already revealed that person to me and my dream, my vision, whatever. So I just like, I'm just like, okay, well, you know what? Once upon a time I did, in a point where I didn't know or where I wasn't woke enough, I probably wouldn't have known. But now if you ask me, I'm just like, you just, it goes in one ear, goes out the other ear. You just don't, you just don't pay attention. Because what you're going to realize is people thrive on negativity. People thrive on drama because they have nothing else to look forward to. And so it's easier for them to do that and to be involved in other people's lives when they should be staying in their own damn lane. They don't stay in their own lane. And so it's like they have time. I don't know. But for me, I don't pay attention because it's like, okay, so you're trying to paint this person in bad light. And who are you? Are you perfect? You don't have any sin, right? You're perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, good to know. Let me tell you, when, when you become more in touch with the word, you realize that a lot of the stuff that goes on around you is a bunch of craziness because 
we have to ha have a heart that's so forgiving that even if we see the wrongdoings or the sins of somebody, you're like, okay, I, I'm a sinner too, you know? I mean, I know I've, I've done a lot of things that probably made other people upset. I know that too. But we have to be able to say that and not keep painting people in this light of, oh, they did this, they did that, they did this, how could you, how could you be with them? That's none of their business. People go out of their lane and focus on yours when they should be focusing on themselves, period. For what reason? Only God knows. They just can't see people happy or together. Um, so you let it go one year, out the other year. You don't pay attention. And for me, we're learning to about the Samaritan woman when Christ... Um, Usually the Jews weren't allowed to go through Samaria, but they did. And so Jesus went through Samaria and because they considered, you know, Samaria defile, crime, all this, that. But Jesus decided to go through there, knowing Jesus, right? And um, he met the Samaritan woman because she only went to the well during midday because it was so freaking hot and she knew nobody would be there. Um because they shamed her because she had five husbands. Now, if you said that, people would say she's a slut, she's a whore, she's this, she's that. Completely. But Jesus used her in a good way to heal other people at the end of the day. And so this is to say you never know who you're bashing and who they will end up to be. The tables always turn. But he he did not even see her sins. He was just like, okay, um, we're here to focus on what you need to do and get done and forgave her sins and that was it but she was so ashamed so embarrassed of herself because of what community and society had said about her and everything but God used her for a bigger purpose which was healing this is why I say whenever you meet somebody don't look at their sins or don't look at what they've done listen to their message and what they're the good that they're doing because the good that they could be doing is the good that could actually save you and help you or help another person like, don't look at the sins, because nobody's perfect. Um, nobody is without stain. Like, what? Even the moon has uh, uh, craters in it. Now, anything, there's a beautiful poem that said, anything beautiful is imperfect. Don't expect anything beautiful to be perfect. There'll be some imperfections in it anyway, which makes it beautiful. And for me, it was... That's beautiful. But all this is to say, for me, it's like a wake-up call. Like, what has society and community done that has almost ostracized people who have sinned in a heavy way? Like, what the heck? <laughs> so this is why you need to distance yourself and distance yourself from the familiar to connect back to God, to know who you are and how everything is. And so I know I kind of, like went from one topic to another, but it's all points that will actually help you going forward and how that plays out in your life. Um, and people-pleasing is like, another thing I'm going to tell you is um, comparison is a thief of joy. Whenever somebody compares you to their past, just say something. Just, don't even, for me, I can't even be there at that point because for me, it's like, who am I? Am I your past? No. I'm somebody else with a different gene, different makeup, different everything. But people like to do it so that you can do more. So people will often guilt you and compare you to their past so that you can actually do more and be more. Or it's a way for them to say, oh, I was, I was the prize in that relationship. When really, they're just trying to prove to you something that's probably not even true. It is what it is. And so when you tell them of an experience that you've had, 
and immediately, immediately they tell you an, ex an experience that is better, no, indirectly they're trying to bash your experience because they're trying to beat you down with experience. And that's not a person you want to be with, with a person who wants to beat you down with their experience because at the end they're going to break down your spirit because they see something in you that's bothering the hell out of them. When you're happy and joyful and in peace, I mean, I've seen it so many times. And I said to somebody, what are you trying to do? Let me just be like, what is it? Like, just be at peace with yourself. If I'm not agreeing to this, why are you making me agree to something I don't even want to agree? And that goes against myself. And that's when I realized I couldn't be with somebody that made me go against myself. When myself was saying no. And they kept saying, yes, you have to. Or they were going against your own loyalty to yourself. And to something that you love. And they're going against that loyalty. I'm like, no, it stops right there. I am not going to break the loyalty that I have to myself and to something that I love. There is no way you're going to make me break it. Because that means you don't value that in me. So why would I want to be with you if you don't value that within me? That means you don't value me. Period is what it means. And so um, I was like, I can't. I can't. I cannot. So when somebody tries to be with experience or you tell them, oh, but this person was nice, you know, they were nice enough because they did this. And I never even expected this. But they're like, oh, but they did this to you at the end of the day. I said, that doesn't cancel out the good that they did and the good that they did. Because maybe now you're thinking, oh, I have to match up to that person who did that for you. And so they cancel them out because they think, oh, that one wrong behavior canceled out all the good that they did. That's a bunch of BS. It's because likely they can't meet up to that same level of expectation as you have. So they beat you down with experience. Oh, but so-and-so does this for someone, for, for so-and-so. I'm just like, this is the kind of words that make me so upset. I don't even want to see them again. Who cares? Who is so-and-so? Do you know their situation? Do you live with them? Are you in the same bed? How, how, how do you even know what goes on in that household? That you say so-and-so did this for so-and-so? So, uh, so uh, this is the standard. No. Everybody has their own standard. Each household has their own standard. You cannot compare one household to another. Biggest mistake is for you to compare yourself to another relationship. Oh, he took her on a trip. Oh, why isn't he taking me on a trip? Maybe his finances are different. Maybe he's working his way up. Do not compare one relationship to another relationship. Everybody's finances, household is different. I can't even begin. I, I'm, I think I'm dead. Oh, I This is meant I can't. The stuff that I hear on a daily basis, I'm like, I can't. Do you realize what is happening? I would have saved you five, ten years of your trouble in this five minutes of conversation we're having right now. Like, why do you deal with this? The reason we deal with a lot, why we don't deal with a lot of things is because we have to be rooted in God and rooted in our purpose. And anything that takes us from ourselves and anything that makes us betray ourselves and our values is not somewhere we're going to be because it betrays our relationship with God. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And so I'm going to leave it there. Take care.